0: Okay, folks, welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We were talking with attorney Alan Hutkin about SB 5 and the way the legislature had provided statutes that gave benefits as employees to Lyft drivers and Uber drivers and other independent contractors.
1: Who had been misclassified as independent contractors.
0: And uh, so when you say misclassified, what do you mean, Alan?
1: So... The reason employers like to classify people as independent contractors is because then they don't have to pay them overtime. They don't have to pay them for meal and rest breaks. They don't have to pay them for expenses that they incur in the course and scope of their work.
0: Well, and they don't have to put in for their Social Security taxes. That
1: is true as well. And so there's a much bigger burden placed on people who are classified as independent contractors. And so that's why a lot of employers were misclassifying workers as calling them independent contractors i represent a group of truckers down in la who worked at long beach harbor and the business forced these truckers to create their own businesses so that they call them they could call them independent contractors and they required them to pay exorbitant amounts for the trucks that the company was selling to them. They had to pay exorbitant amounts for the gas that the company was selling them. They had to pay successively for the insurance that they were paying. I have one employee So they,
0: they couldn't buy gas out on the open market. They had to buy it from the company. Correct. It's like the company town.
1: So I had an employee who worked mm-hmm. 80 hour a week. I still do. And he got a $3.19 paycheck for 80 hours of work working for a trucking company after they deducted everything and because they called him an independent contractor and they forced this all on him. And that was when he just said enough. He, he, we, we still have that paycheck and it's just shocking how employers take advantage. And so we have a class action pending down in LA Superior Court on that. Representing these group of truckers who were exploited by their business because they were forced to become independent contractors,
0: and you're uh, not getting paid on that. You're having to fund that yourself. Is that right?
1: That is true. And that case has been pending since 2017 or 18.
0: So, folks, uh, you can see that that private lawyers work long and hard, and sometimes for years without a dime in payment, in order to take these kinds of cases. Well, I want to break away, Alan, because I want to tell folks about next week's show. Okay. And uh, we're going to have a really interesting show next week, folks. We're going to have a very important set of interviews focused on local city and county policies and how those policies will advance or impair your quality of life. Be sure to tune in Saturday, June 17th at 10 a.m. to hear from veteran San Luis Obispo, City Councilwoman, Andy Pease, to explain city policies on transportation, parking, green building, and recycling for supplies of water. Then, at 11 a.m., hear my conversation with 3rd District Supervisor, Don Ortiz-Legg, about San Luis Obispo County's recent changes in policy direction on a, a wide variety of issues affecting your family and quality of life. If you'd like to hear from an office holder, lawyer, or activist here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, you can email me at stu.jenkins at dimescentralcoast.com. You can hear a podcast of today's show by logging into Knews985.com. That's K N E W S 985.com. Just click on the Slow County Public Policy and the Law tab, and you can scroll all the way down to this show. The other thing that you may want to do is you may want to look at the website for this show, because we're going to be posting links to the county's agendas, the uh, city's agendas, and uh, how you can contact your state legislature. So, well, Alan... I'm so glad you came on because those are very important cases you've been handling. And I think it's important for people to understand that uh, lawyers uh, are frequently doing public service every day in their work. Thank you. And
1: if I could just make one closing point, I just wanted to talk about the Cheat the Worker initiative. If employees, if employers follow the law, I would have no claim to represent anyone. And for the employers who follow the law, they should not—they should be on the same playing field as all employers. So the ones who cheat have an unfair advantage against the ones who don't who don't follow the law. So the cheat the worker initiative should fail should fail miserably, because it allows for the exploitation of workers.
0: Alan, I, I think you have a great career in uh, political consulting because. Uh, you're translating the California Fair Pay and Employer Accountability Act, which is going to be on the ballot in twenty twenty-four, November, um, into the cheat the pay cheat, cheat the worker cheat, pay. cheat, 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 the, worker cheat Act. the worker initiative initiative. Okay, <laughs> um, we're going to see what the uh, California Attorney General calls it, because uh, it probably will be different from both those titles. Possibly. (laughs) And um, now, the other thing was that uh, Mr. Gomez talked about the tremendous amount of money that uh, California trial lawyers uh, put into the state legislature. Now, last week, um, we had Senator Laird on, and he was mentioning that this was the first time when he got elected That not a single senator in his class was actually a lawyer. So there's not as many lawyers in the state legislature as there used to be. True. Is there any truth to uh, uh, the idea that lawyers are uh, buying the state legislature?
1: No, it's an equal playing field. As we talked about a moment ago about Uber and Lyft, I mean, they have put millions and millions of dollars against employees. And a lot of other large companies have put millions and millions of dollars, probably billions of dollars against trying to tilt the playing field in their favor. So to claim that, you know, trial lawyers or evildoers who are playing unfairly is just a misnomer. It's just untrue. The business lobby is is big and powerful and probably way more so than any trial lawyer group.
0: And of course folks uh, the someday we may get public financing but uh, the challenge is how to how to structure that and uh, uh, until we do we're st- we're stuck with the system we have and it's probably the best system in the world. Agree. Yeah, as as uh, Churchill said, uh, the Americans always do the wrong thing until they've tried everything, and then they do the right thing. <laughs> so, folks, thanks so much for tuning in to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, Alan Hutkin. I appreciate you coming on. I hope you'll be back again.
1: I appreciate the invitation.
0: For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, visit our website, knews985.com.